0: You better clutch your nuts, honey, cause it's time for squirrel talk. Good day, Mike. Welcome to another podcast of Squirrel Talk, found on the Sonar Network. And we are reviewing Repository Groups UK because it's a Monday. And I'm not doing this alone. I wish I was. I'm kidding. Give it up for my co-host, Selena Kyle. Tis I, Selena Biles. Oh, she's an Australian pirate. But aren't they all pirates? Uh, I'm pretty sure. You know? Do you
1: know the history of Australia? Yeah, they're the. Um, they were like um, uh, prisoners that were sent to Australia from the UK or something like that. Yeah, they were like exile
0: island. The original. Yes. They all were, like, uh, put on a boat, sent to Australia. They are all, like, uh, British convicts, apparently. I could be wrong.
1: it's kind of hot.
0: Yeah, well, the, the white people were. The aboriginals were there for much longer.
1: Well, yes, it's their land.
0: Yes, it is. Tears. um And speaking about... <laughs> God, I got something in my throat. Speaking wow. about Australia, I had... There's a dingo in my throat!
1: Oh, no, it ain't your baby! <laughs> It's eating my baby in my throat.
0: <laughs> Maybe I am the dingo. Maybe
1: there's a baby in my throat. You were the dingo all along. <laughs> Meryl Streep could never.
0: It was the dingo all along. Bing, bing, bong. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Drag Race Down Under premiered its cast. That's going to be coming
1: out. Uh, when is that coming out? They didn't announce a date. They just announced the cast, which I think means it'll be uh, coming out in like a month.
0: Oh, well, well, usually they announce that date when they announce the cast, though. That's different.
1: Yeah. So maybe they're just uh,
0: holding out for something. I don't know. But anyways, Drug Race Down Under is coming. It's an eight episode, which is a small series, actually. I think that's the smallest uh, premiere season
1: that they've ever done. Eight episodes? They've done it before. UK was eight episodes, season one. Was it? Eight? Yeah, it feels like more, but it was just eight. Wow, that yeah, They had a small amazing. cast. You only had ten. A cast of ten. So yeah, oh, that, that's the same for the
0: Down Under. It's ten people too. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, um. So that's coming out and uh Drag Race Australia. So Australian drag is pretty uh, pretty specific. It's very like uh, very Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Very yeah. camp. Like, I would really say it's like the grandmother drag of uh, camp drag.
1: For sure, it, I, I agree with that. Yeah
0: day mad now all these amazing and that's very comedic too right
1: uh-huh very comedic wait Jay is australian day is australian i totally thought she was english the whole time no australian i thought that
0: too for i thought she was a real woman for a long time too <laughs> you did when i was younger i didn't know
1: oh that's adorable did you love madge i love madge
0: oh uh, mad <laughs> wait
1: madge the madge please
0: yes i love madge <laughs> she's my favorite oh what's a jay voice uh hello possums hello possums Yes, I saw, possums. I saw her a lot that'd be a good character i saw her live um on her farewell At the princess of wales yes in toronto it was one of the best shows uh, i didn't go oh she was amazing i think she was up to how old some 70 something 88 i don't even know uh, but barry humphrey's a genius
1: yeah yeah i guess madge was dead by but... then.
0: madge had died uh, a while before that, yes, but uh, you can still re-watch all the classic Day Madness shows, the Day edna experience with Badge.
1: So good.
0: Yes. Um, what were we saying? Uh,
1: Camp Drag Australia? Yes, we were.
0: That's it. Okay, period. Full stop.
1: Period! Do you have any interest in covering that season on the pod?
0: We'll have to see. Uh, I'm getting a little tired from all these over-layered seasons. <laughs> so if, the, yes. if they announce another season happening after this and on top of Grace Australia, I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know. Stay tuned. I don't know. We might have to branch out into other hosts or
1: something. I'm not sure. Yeah, just like start passing around the love. Um, here's my issue with Australia. This is public knowledge, so we can talk about it. Quite a few of them have been called out for racism bullying just like apparently people are saying half the cast i don't know if it's half the cast but enough of them i think it's that two or three. like yeah two or three at least and uh and that's kind of worrisome like it's kind of like a i'm not gonna say it's a sherry pie situation but like like are we gonna have to skip over those people if we talk about it well i it's uh
0: i mean some of them are said to be do blackface uh where it's not like um i mean they're doing like i think one of them is doing a whitney houston number and they used a dark foundation and stuff so it is blackface but
1: yeah I and know. some of them have, like made fun of aboriginals like done like aboriginal characters like with dark makeup as well
0: right yeah um, um yes. i mean not to i love australia and i do love australians i said something on the last podcast about the accent because it does go straight through me but um <laughs> They're, I mean, listen, like anywhere else, Britain has uh, what's happening with Meghan Markle, the Brexit, Canada has our own stuff, the U.S. obviously, Australia is not immune to that. They have their own racism that they haven't addressed.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. And I feel like they're a little bit behind the times as well. Uh, I think so. In terms of like waking up. Yeah,
0: I think so. And I think because we haven't heard anything about the problems that happened there. Um, and they're, they're uh, I, I, I like I know. I, I, I know of a, a lot of instances where that has happened in Australia. So I'm not going to uh, blanket the whole country and say that that's true for the country or anything. There are only a select amount of queens on the show that have been called out for this. And the other queens have not. But um, I think it is an underlying issue, and not just for Australia, but for a lot of
1: countries, right? Oh, for sure. One thing that was great to see was on House of Drags, which is on L T V if you haven't seen it before. House can of Drags I is
0: in Can I add to this? Yeah? Three queens yeah. from the
1: show are on this season yes the two hosts and a competitor (laughs) Yes, that's so weird i know it's wild like those two were just judging her and now they're in the same competition yeah um but that show was really great at like showing representation and why it's important and they had like polynesian and and indigenous competitors and showed them in a really beautiful light and like spoke a lot about how important that is like I hope there's room for that in Drag Race Australia, or Drag Race Down Under.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, But New Zealand is also a very different country from Australia. People like to clump them together. They are very different uh, socially, uh, politically, uh, just very different countries.
1: Yes. Right now, New Zealand is very left-leaning, and Australia is a little bit more towards the right.
0: That's right, yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. I am excited to watch the season, though.
1: I, will, I am curious to see how it goes. i hmm It'll be a fun watch. Listen, we all complain about how much drag race there is, but we keep watching because it is entertaining, and it's nice to see our career in the mainstream and getting the respect it deserves.
0: That's right, and seeing globally the differences in drags from the Australian to the Canadian to the British. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So traveling across the, uh, let's see, you guess you got to go through the Indian Ocean, up around South Africa, going to the Atlantic. Here we go. We're in Britain, UK. We did it. Yeah, we are on drug. Ra- drag- <laughs> we are on drug race. Drug. <laughs> start <laughs> drug your mule. Start your donkeys. Cause <laughs> drug race, may the best donkey win. Oh, that's
1: great! I love a good donkey.
0: (laughs) Well, you love a good donkey, Dick. Apparently. All right, we're in Drug Race UK, episode nine. We're on the final four.
1: That's right. It's the final four. Meanwhile, (laughs) season thirteen, which started two weeks before, is on its top seven.
0: That's fine. You know what? That's fine. We're this season is ending late. uh, Started later, ends earlier. I like that. You know what? Get in, get out. That's what I say. That's
1: what I say too. Listen, don't beat the dead horse.
0: No, leave that donkey
1: alone. Okay, so
0: what happened? Ahura went home. Mm. Oh, a um.
1: Yeah, she's gone and Lawrence is pissed about it because Lawrence is like, what if that were me, Ellie? Are you happy? Did you didn't win? Are you happy?
0: Yeah, Lawrence is wanting to return her LED. Mm-hmm. She's very angry about this and she won't let it go. <laughs> um, I kind of like that she's angry about it though. Listen, she's passionate. You gotta give it to her for passion. That's I would say the Scottish are very passionate
1: people. <laughs> oh, for sure. I the one thing I don't like about this is it's endearing me to Ellie a little bit because I'm like, leave Ellie alone. She did what she had to do. And I don't wanna like Ellie
0: yeah i mean i see both sides of this with lawrence i mean it's not making her look great to people and they're kind of like eh, we're over lawrence now after this so it's a little bit of a shame that this has come out at this point um but i, I like i get it like she's I, but i mean again just like let it go it happened you did it but she's yeah. just reminding Is like was it wor- was it worth it for you ellie was it worth it
1: <laughs> yeah like okay. i accept that she was angry i totally accept that it's just how angry she got and the fact that she never let it go makes me eh, takes her down a notch in my book but i yeah. still love her i still love lawrence i still am rooting for her
0: i'd love to have her behind me like she's better to have as a friend than an enemy you know lawrence for sure <laughs> um by the way lawrence had a birthday apparently she's from 23 to 24 i didn't even see what, when did that happen i don't even know We messed wait up. what are you talking about she was 23 and that's 24.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure that happened. I mean, COVID break was seven months, so I'm sure a lot of them had birthdays. That was the only birthday I noticed. I don't know. I didn't notice any of them. I didn't know they were putting their ages up still. They've always put their ages up. Every time they see them? Yeah, yours
0: would be 52.
1: No. (laughs) Oh, Selena aged again. I see how it is. You're saying that I'm not going to get on for 12 years? (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on to your dreams, girl. (laughs) season 13 here we come don't stop
0: believing here comes oh taste looks like a super villain are we getting this vibe where she's like watching the two of them go and she's just kind of cackling in her confessionals with her big coat
1: (laughs) i love this person
0: i do too but she's just
1: having a good time she's just enjoying the drama it's fun for her
0: she reminds me of like a strawberry shortcake villain i don't remember what the strawberry shortcake villains were like doesn't matter this is what it reminds me of
1: Okay, very good. I accept it.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's that on that. Okay, so that then they come back the next day, right? Yeah. And RuPaul comes in, and RuPaul is trying new head things this season. Here we go.
1: That's What is it today? A hat? I don't remember.
0: It's like a beanie. It's like a toque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. It's like a big, it's like an oversized toque.
1: Ah, good for her.
0: she she likes her hat she's like she's trying new things she's wearing wigs She's you know you got a head use it
1: uh how's your head yeah
0: how is it how is my head
1: how's your head there's been some complaints Uh oh i'd like to speak to the manager please yeah i'm a
0: yeah the problem is i'm only blowing karen's
1: (laughs) (laughs) you gotta Uh, stay late from kate (laughs) goslin
0: oh my god what is she up
1: to lately it's been a while hasn't it i don't
0: know yeah i wonder if she's ever cut her hair do you think it's the same
1: i don't know when she was on dancing with the stars she wore extensions mm-hmm. very, caring. Yeah. very yeah. caring yeah yeah <laughs> very caring to wear extensions
0: yeah I, we should check in on kate make sure she's okay
1: um, if anybody here has heard from kate let us know go to squirrel talk podcast on instagram let us know
0: yeah, yeah. All right. So they bring they bring in like this little puppet theater, and there's a big old hole, and they say it's time to penetrate the pink hole because, because everybody, well, loves, I... everybody loves puppets. Hey, and uh, we love puppets. We do. We do. We sure do. I have my puppets right here. I um I deal I'm dealing with puppets a lot more than I ever thought I was. <laughs> I'm not even.
1: <laughs> they just That's right. You're diving away.
0: into the puppet world.
1: They, we... come, they flock to me. Yeah, you're you're uh you're uh, the puppet master now. I am a puppet master.
0: I, that's all I can say on that. Don't ask me any more questions. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, they're pulling out the puppets. Who gets who? Lawrence gets uh, Lawrence gets Ellie. Yeah. Uh, Ellie gets taste, taste gets yep. Bimini. Bimini gets Lawrence. A. Hey. A perfect circle jerk. We did it.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: The best way to do a circle jerk is to you know grab your friend next to you. You want to reach across because then it's just it's just you're just you know jerking each other off. You want to reach to the person next to you like a circle.
1: But sometimes the dick you want is across and you gotta reach.
0: No, it's bad, bad, bad circle jerk etiquette. Mm.
1: Maybe I just haven't been in enough. Um I'll move, I'll move to the other side. Um <laughs> I love. <laughs> how they dress these puppets as their boy forms i think it's always so funny
0: yeah lawrence i mean they could have done more with lawrence's boy hair because law i mean lawrence's boy hair already looks like a puppet hair
1: it's a caricature it needs to be bigger yeah
0: yeah yeah so they're all doing them up and then uh any stands out when when then when they do the puppetry stuff anything stands out
1: i did enjoy ellie's take on taste and how fast she talks and how like she gets out a lot of like like really great, um, really great sayings in a really quick way. Like her, like the cheek, the nerve, the something, the something in the gumption, the audacity, the vote, in the gumption. So like that, that's like kind of like Tase's trademark, I think. And I love that Ellie picked up on that.
0: Yeah. And Ellie loves picking up that kind of stuff. Crack, click, crack, clack.
1: Yeah. She loves that. So um, anybody else stand out? Uh, I thought, Bimini's reads on Lawrence were great about how, like, what a horrible dancer she is, um, and how she's like always asking for help on that. Lawrence just
0: Lawrence did say like uh that Bimini was gifted. You know, Lawrence is a great person to do out of all of them, really.
1: You know, oh for sure. Lawrence is like the dream character to get, yeah. And then taste just made fun of Bimini's veganism.
0: Yeah, which she was like, have I said veganism this whole time?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Which we haven't gotten a lot of veganism. She said it off the top.
1: She was like, I'm a vegan. And that's all we've really heard of it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. She hasn't been um, pushing her lifestyle. on. Although I'm sure
0: all the other girls, when it's time for dinner, she's always at the table being like, is it vegan? You know,
1: 100%. She gets her special vegan meal, (laughs) air sealed. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Arthield tofu. Hmm. Mm. Um. I would love to be a vegan. I just, uh, I, you know me. I gotta get. I gotta get my chicken smoothies, and I have so much protein I have to eat. So I'm. I'm worried about the protein intake. But there, you there kill are a the lot chickens of, yourself. There's a lot of bodybuilders that that are vegan. So that it, it, there is a thing.
1: There are vegan bodybuilders. You're right. Yeah. I know. I'm right. Yeah. Um. Kimmy from season two of Drag grace or sorry, of uh, of Survivor Australia, was a vegan.
0: <laughs> no, she was a pescatarian. Was she? She ate fish. Yeah, she ate fish. Um Because oh, she no. came back, and she actually came back when she came back. So on season two, obviously she
1: she didn't eat the cow stomach because she can't. Well, I remember one of the prizes was like chickens, and she was like, "Can't we get some edamame or some tofu?" Yeah, and then
0: she came back uh on like a on another season and they had the same challenge where they spun the wheel and they had to eat some food and she ate it she ate the cow's stomach
1: <gasps> that must have hurt her a friend of mine is a is a vegetarian and auditioned for a mcdonald's commercial and in the commercial they made him eat a burger a meat burger and he was like do i have to eat this and they were like yes and he did it and he felt so sick and he didn't book it well, no kidding. And also, if you're
0: not used to eating meat and you put meat in your body, it actually makes you sick. Absolutely. My mom didn't let us eat beef when I was younger. So I never had beef. Really? I never ate beef. My mom is a vegetarian. She's a pescatarian. She eats fish. Um, same with my sister. Um, ah. We, I never ate any beef. So whenever I'd go and have beef at somebody's house or something, I'd feel so sick. Because <laughs> wow. my body wasn't used to having beef.
1: I knew someone, I went on a date with somebody who was like, I can't eat healthy, I can't eat salads, it actually makes me really sick. And I'm like, of course it makes you sick because you never eat salads. So eat a salad and eat it regularly and you'll be
0: fine. I don't know if salads, I mean, I guess it's if if anything you don't put in your body, if you don't regulate it, your body's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. (sighs) That's why I try and eat as much stick as I can on the regular.
1: So you don't get sick the next time you have one.
0: Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call a, uh, what would you call a vegan that eats stick? What, what's the term for that?
1: Um, a cockatarian, a...
0: <laughs> Just uh... a
1: cockatoo. <laughs> <laughs> Just a
0: cock or two, I say. What so, are what to? are we doing? We're talking about this. Okay, so who wins the puppets? Feminine. Feminine <laughs> wins with the Lawrence, Lawrence Chan puppet and yeah. that's great what does she win
1: uh she wins the right to cast the challenge which is a take on eastenders called beast breastenders beastenders sorry i thought i wrote breastenders beast Enders. i was thinking of breast world
0: uh, yeah breast uh, beastenders have you ever seen um eastenders
1: I have never watched EastEnders. I've watched Coronation Street, but I've never watched EastEnders.
0: Oh my god, my grandma was obsessed with Coronation Street. Watched it every single day.
1: Yeah, everyone's grandma was.
0: Um, I know. (laughs) But whenever I stayed at her place, all we watched was British soap operas, I swear to god. Um, I hate them. I hated them, even though like now, if I was starting to watch them now, I think I would appreciate it. But just like Mm -hmm. when you're a kid and watching them, you're like, I hate these.
1: That's another thing about like New Zealand is um my friend Marshall is New Zealand is from New Zealand, And he told me that, like the big soap opera down there one day just like fired half the cast and brought in a whole new set of characters that were like um, uh, Aboriginal and polynesian and like and ethnic.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. So they were like, you know what? the show's too white. Get rid of all the white people and bring in all the like like the diversity.
0: I bet you those white people were all real happy about that.
1: Listen, they don't have a choice.
0: (laughs) I guess not. I mean, that's (laughs) great. I mean, you have to have the, I mean, this show should have always had it really, but. Exactly. They're making making advances. That's good news.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You're a big, you're a soap opera gal. You love your soaps.
1: I have been watching The Young and the Restless since 1980. Thank you very much. Since 1980? How old were you? I was
0: born in 1980. Oh. So you've been watching it since womb to tomb. You're a lifelonger,
1: exactly. Because the show is still on the air, and I have to say, Winar has long been one like the the soap opera that has always had the biggest cast of African American characters. Um, They've always employed. They had Shamar Moore. Um, Right now, they recently brought in a Latino family, which is like new for the show. But they've just gotten rid of all those Latino characters, so like it's kind of regressing. Every time they cast a new person, and I see they're white, I'm like, you didn't need to cast a white person.
0: I would write a letter, a firmly written letter.
1: I have written to them saying I want to write for them, and then they wrote me back saying, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god, yeah, that's great. You should write an up write, write a spec a spec script for them.
1: <laughs> um, actually, when I was in film school, my film teacher uh my screenwriting teacher knew how much i loved it and he gave me an original young and the rest of the script from the 80s it was an episode i actually remember i still have it it's my like prized possession right now
0: the original script like the actual papers yep oh so the papers are like barely like it's like a bible it's like an, an ancient bible
1: uh i mean it's a script
0: it's not really it, it, you No, know, but it's like, it's like, a, it's like, a, it's like got a, a, um, an elderly, an elderness to it. Like it's like an elderly Bible.
1: Uh, you could say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You blew the yeah, dust yeah, off It's, it's it. like
1: the Old yeah. Testament. Yeah. That's it. That's how I'm getting it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not like a new Genesis. It's an Old Testament.
1: No, I'm very proud of it. I'll post a picture of it on our Squirrel Talk podcast, Instagram. Go watch.
0: I don't know what any of these words I'm saying are. I, what's a, I don't know what a testament is, I don't know.
1: Um, okay, so. <laughs> it's testicle, it's between your legs.
0: They are doing a BBC soap opera and they are casting themselves. I couldn't tell you the characters because I forgot, um, Same. But, but they're all, uh, they're all happy with the casting. They just all picked up their characters like, great. I, I also want to say, before we get into this too much, this whole episode was really weird for me. It, I funny. agree. It felt like the season has been on such a great trajectory of just like going up higher and higher and higher. And this
1: episode just feels like such a a drop of like okay, wh- why now? This happened in All Stars Four. It was on it was like such a good season. Yeah. And then at the top five, they gave us a stupid Sex in the City parody for no reason. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like these acting challenges when you give it to the top four like this is when we need a ball, this is what we need to see them. Take on a really big challenge that could make or break them and then to give them an acting challenge is kind of not it. I mean I love an acting challenge, but is that what
0: should determine who the top three is on um, a, a, a show about Drake. Right? I don't know.
1: I don't think it should exact. be Exactly. Yeah, um, I, that's exactly it. Yeah,
0: so it felt weird to me, but I'm also realizing, oh, this is also after COVID and they're not doing a makeover challenge. And this is probably when they were going to do the makeover challenge was on uh, top four, top five, right? So yeah, you know, they always have those. And we're, we saw that in this week's of uh 13 as well, because they can't do the makeover where they bring in uh, random people because COVID, right? So they're, they're rolling with the punches and they probably came up with this last minute.
1: Yes. Now, listen, they've done two design challenges already but they haven't done a ball have they
0: they did uh they did the, the beginning episode was kind of like a ball where they had to do two looks
1: so right but they didn't have to make anything
0: well they've already made two other looks so they've, they've made they've made looks on the show already. I don't want to see them make another look to be honest <laughs> I'm
1: good yeah I kind of feel like this one should have like they should have saved one of the design challenges for here and they should have placed the acting challenge where that design challenge was.
0: They should have had a COVID ball. Yeah. I mean, they should have done the yeah. the, the that design challenge, the last one with the horror. That's yeah. One, that should have been the ball challenge, really. Yes. Yes. Um, or that should have been the stand-up challenge and the episode after should have been. I don't know. It's weird for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, here we are. We're doing a soap opera for no reason yeah. in the top four.
1: It's a little <laughs> lackluster <laughs> to get to the final three with this, but okay. Yeah. It is. It's weird to. uh, We've never really seen an acting challenge with only four of them left. Um, But here's the thing: is they're all really great performers, and the characters all seem really great. So everyone's really, everyone is really happy. We said this. Um, Taste goes to look at Ellie. uh, Sorry, at Bimini's boobs because she wants to wear boobs for her character, and this gives Ellie and Lawrence a chance to talk things out. yeah, Ellie approaches Lawrence.
0: They work it out and like kind of uh, Lawrence just says that she was like a little bit disappointed because they were close right. Um, yeah. And they have a history together and and you know to, to parallel this, it would be like if you had done that to me, Selena, let's say we're, let's say we're in the top five there's a stand up challenge. And you put me in in like kind of a not a great position and you know, I would be upset about that sure I would be.
1: You definitely would. be. <laughs> but <laughs> you know I exactly, would still do
0: it. i you would know exactly. you would we'll see there you go.
1: <laughs> fuck my drag um, right what's that fuck my drag yeah fuck your drag no no no. i would definitely place you you and i would be the openers and closers
0: but um but what i'm saying is it's it's if we're to parallel this that's how lawrence is feeling right the same yes, kind of i didn't realize
1: i didn't realize just how close they were like i knew they'd work together and ellie had made some stuff for her but like she said ellie had slept on her couch like they were close yeah, it's a smaller Drake
0: street scene in Scotland and they're similar in age. They probably started around the same time. Um, they've made stuff that, I mean they're they're clearly sisters, right? Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it. So it, it makes a bit more sense when they're having their conversation. Lawrence is getting her thoughts
1: out a bit clearer. Yeah. I wonder how I wonder how young the legal age is there to be in a bar.
0: And um the UK, it's lower in the UK. I think it's like 18 or something. Right. Um, Because the drinking limit is I mean, you can be 18 and drink there. I think I think. Okay.
1: yeah, Yeah, that might be true. Um, Yeah, because like I know in Montreal, it's 18 in Ontario, it's 19. So like Ellie would have been. It's 21 in Ontario, isn't it? No, are you kidding me? Is that a real question? I mean, I used to ID
0: people all the time. Maybe I was mis-IDing them. <laughs> yeah, <we're>
1: like, <laughs> you're like, sorry, you're 20. You're not allowed to drink. No, in Ontario, it's it's 19. Oh, I didn't know.
0: I think it was 21 in BC. I'm from BC. I don't know.
1: Um, I think across Canada, it's 19, except for Montreal, in uh, Quebec, it's 18.
0: No, it's definitely 21 somewhere. I think it's 21 in BC. Really? Yeah. Squirrels,
1: let us know. Just, you know, let us know. It's 19. Um, I'm looking it up right now. It's 19. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I was in Vancouver before I was 21 and I was able to go to bars.
0: Well, they changed it somewhere because I remember somewhere was 21.
1: I mean, I was there in 2001, so it would have been a long (laughs) time ago. Um, In Scotland, it's 18.
0: You were probably smoking there because they had cigarettes. You you probably had an ashtray on your table, too. Was that during Smoking Time? I forget when Smoking Times were. Yeah, Smoking Times was up until like 2006 or something. Wow. I don't know if any of this is true. I'm throwing numbers around. I don't care. Here we go. We're getting into <laughs> two. Uh, they, the alarm goes off and the girls are like, oh, no, they're bringing back Cherry Valentine. Oh, no,
1: they're bringing back uh, Joe Black again.
0: No more Joe Black. Okay, but we find out it's Natalie Cassidy.
1: Yeah, not Anne Hathaway. Uh the
0: Sundance Kid the 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 what is that movie? Sundance Kid and the Cassidy?
1: Butch, Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Butch Cassidy. But Natalie yeah, not Butch. Natalie is a BBC soap actor. Yeah. So she gets it. She gets it. She gets she's the right person to be doing this, apparently. And I, I don't liked know who she is. I liked her. She was very good. She gave them excellent notes and excellent exercises. Some might say she's the Anne Hathaway of the BBC. Bum, bum, bum.
0: Um, so she was giving them some notes, and she got them to do some like little exercise uh, uh, exercises of like opening a fridge and what do you say?
1: Uh, whatever you know, uh, that's my whipped bubblies. cream. The bubblies in the fridge. Is that what it was? That's what it was. Yeah. The bubbly's in the fridge. For mine.
0: That's my whipped cream.
1: that's your yeah yeah
0: that's your timeline. um so she gave a great note which i thought which i don't think they all paid attention to in the acting was don't make it a shouting match it makes it more interesting when you're not constantly shouting at each other find another
1: tactic
0: i think in soap acting it's very easy because it's it's high drama soap acting is all high drama right so it's easy to go to that high drama level of like "Ah!" the whole time she's saying no (laughs) underplay that Drinky, drinky. Yeah. Um, um, and then I guess we get into the scene, right?
1: Yep. Then we get into
0: filming. And there's some um, uh, much better, much better. All kinds of uh, season one little uh, innuendos in the bar. It's great. We love it.
1: Quite the scandal, really. Mm-hmm. What What was that? That was Crystal's line that they said was so funny, but it really wasn't. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Oh,
0: yes, I remember that. No. Yes, it's so they're all doing their lines. Um, anything stand out in the in the rehearsal process? That, well, I guess the filming process.
1: Yeah, I mean, the main thing that stands out is the fact that Lawrence and Ellie can't keep track of their lines and they keep forgetting where they are in the script.
0: Right, and it's mostly like Lawrence is forgetting the script. Um, but, you know, if that happens. I mean, it's a brand new script. So what I liked in the end, when the judges were kind of talking about it, Michelle was like saying... Um, let me just find this here, she said that she had to direct sometimes, but that was okay because she was there to direct. <laughs> and I was like, yes! <laughs> what you said? Yes, but I was also like, they always do this on the show where they're like, they have a director in the room, right? And uh, then when they feature, that, when they have to have the director direct them, they're always like, oh god, we're making this director direct? How dare we? Right. And I like that she said that because like, yeah, the director is there to direct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like... It's not unusual. When you're doing a show or whatever, that's what they do. They're not there to judge you and whatever. They're there to direct.
1: Uh huh. And how? Sometimes they're good at directing and sometimes they are not. I thought Michelle was, um, I didn't really pay attention to be honest.
0: I thought she was fine. You know, I thought they all did a fine job in the rehearsal part of this, uh, the actual doing of it. I don't don't know why I keep saying rehearsal. Life is not a rehearsal, Vicky
1: i think they all looked great and they all had great characters should we just talk about should we talk about it (laughs) yeah why not let's go right into it let's go into like who is who and what's the what
0: so bimini is i don't remember their character names but she is the the owner of the pub she is uh you know the former owner i suppose yeah (laughs)
1: um and then ellie is some old lady
0: the old lady Lawrence is the new uh, person coming in to take over the deed. <laughs> she then... is
1: so funny looking. I love this mullet. I love this outfit.
0: This is the real woman in the UK. I feel like a yeah. woman. Yeah, she's a real person. She's so perfect. Tase is the sister with the, the boob job, the conclusion boobs. Karen. You know? Yeah, she's the Karen. That's it. So, um, I thought they all did a great job. Um, I mean, I think they're at the top four, so they wanted them to all do a good job at this point. <laughs> so yeah, I will say the person that surprised me the most was actually
1: Ellie. I thought she did a great job. I literally forgot that was Ellie. I didn't realize, like, she did not give me any Ellieisms. Even yeah. her makeup, she looked completely different.
0: She had a little shiver and a quiver as an old lady, and it was very funny. I thought she did a great
1: job she sold me old lady like I, I if you had told me that person was like 82 i would have believed you.
0: i believed it and i was impressed because i was i you know we're not we're not huge Ellie sands here but at all she's, she's grown on me and i really thought she might have done the best to be honest um i thought lawrence was a bit rougher just because she was having so much trouble but like in the actual showing of the show she came off really well and she yeah, has a, she,
1: she a strong character and that is what it's about it is about like what we see on the screen. It's not about what's behind it. A lot of people were like angry about the results, being like, okay, we're gonna talk about this later. I mean, who cares about spoilers at this point? But um saying that like Lauren should have been in the bottom because she kept forgetting her lines, but it's not about the rehearsal process. It's about the performance. And she killed it.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day it's what's it's what's it's what we have been shown, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I thought Taste, I mean, I thought they all did, I mean, I really don't have anything bad to say about any of them. I thought they all did, I thought Taste was very funny too. I thought they expected Chase to do really bad in this, and I think she showed them otherwise.
1: Well, Michelle said so herself for so the second week in a row. She's like, I expected you to be really bad. Um, but like I think it's true what she said, M- Michelle is that this was the hardest one to judge, the hardest acting challenge to judge in the history of the show. It really is. The strongest cast of actors we've seen granted there were only four of them so like of course they're gonna be
0: less stinkers it's just a weird but, place to put this acting challenge at the end of the day it's just a weird place to put it where it really is, it is like you, can't, you almost can't really judge it
1: and that's basically what ended up happening was they like, couldn't really it, judge it and because there was only four of them it felt so long like they all had so many lines you know what i mean like their, their scenes were long and if there had been more of them, it would have been just as long, but it wouldn't have felt as long because we were getting different storylines.
0: It's true. I, I was wondering why they were calling it Beast Enders besides just the play on the word of East Enders. But I was like, where's the Beast part of this? Is there no, nothing? No, no.
1: I mean, um, Lawrence was pretty beastly. Yeah, but that's just a real woman in East Enders. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also had to play off of Mannequin that's right mckay mckay who was also what the guest judge yeah we'll talk about that we'll get to that
0: um and then uh, they also had this moment where i uh, what, what is the eastenders theme song it's like bang 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 no that's the that's that's the uk hunt but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's got like this like synth- synth- synthesized drum roll to it
1: i don't know <laughs> yeah that's it. That?
0: that's it that's it so they kept on playing with that with everybody and uh, like um um, uh, panning to each other's faces. I did enjoy that.
1: I liked Tayson Bimini's like head choreography.
0: Yeah, and Bimini was, i she didn't stand out to me a lot. I really don't even remember her, but she was strong. I thought she was actually shoutier, um, which is kind of what Natalie was saying not to do. So I felt like she was shouty the whole time. I'm gonna agree with you on that. Um, so I was a little bit surprised that she did so well in this, just based on that but she also she did fine at the end right so nobody did it bad
1: yeah correct yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah all right so that's that and then they come back the next day for the runway and they find a basket full of letters from a home
1: letters we get letters we get lots and lots of letters letters
0: and numbers and um, uh, roman numerals all kinds of things
1: <laughs> do you know what that song is from no david letterman whenever he would open letters from fans that's the song that would play that was the jingle
0: cute
1: did you watch a lot of david letterman it seems like i you. did i grew up on him for sure <laughs> i honestly i was more of a jay leno oh i hated jay leno hate because hate, i love johnny carson and then jay leno came in with that like that lisp and that chin and i was like no thank you
0: oh i love me some jay leno hey you guys <laughs> <laughs> i love some jay leno He was funny yeah, I don't know. Also, much I, more I, I, that's where Ross Matthews got his start. He was Ross the intern. I remember seeing him when I was a teenager on Jay Leno. That is correct. He was Ross the intern on Jay Leno. Which was a big move. That was like one of the first times we saw another gay character on TV was Ross. Um, and especially yeah, late night, right?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. And then it, that's, why, that's why we're watching Ross Matthews on Drag Race now. It's because of Jay Leno. You're welcome. Says Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> good so they're all reading the little letters they're having a little cry it's a real strange episode i don't know why this is happening
1: (laughs) i don't think it's strange it's kind of like on survivor when they get letters from home
0: yeah but that's they've been on an island for 39 days they've been back in the studio for like a week (laughs) it's weird to me i don't know
1: but i mean granted a lot of them probably haven't seen their families in a long time because of covid
0: yeah, true, true, true. Um, and maybe that was maybe that would have been the the makeover challenge was to have a family member or something. Who knows? Oh their know.
1: moms, they would have had to make up for their moms.
0: I <laughs> do, I do love the makeover challenges. So it's sad that we don't get those because of COVID. And I wish there was a way to work around that somehow. Um, because I, I do love when they do make people over. I think that's and it's a big part of drag is making other people over. Is it? Yes. Because you're working on somebody that's not your own face. You're because when you're in drag, you're so used to your own face. So you can be an yeah. amazing makeup artist for yourself, but then you apply that makeup to somebody else, it doesn't work. So you have to learn how to work with other people.
1: I mean, when? How often do you have to paint another person aside from when you get a drag daughter or something?
0: All the time. Do you know how many people I put into drag? I guess people ask me i mean i'm not a, i'm certainly not a makeup artist by any means but people ask yeah but me you
1: don't I'm, have to say yes you don't have to do it
0: no but people ask me i put brandon ash muhammad into drag for a comedy show like that was just that was last year this time last year i do it he all the time fast. i do this all yeah. the time so yeah i, I enjoy doing it too because it's funny yeah. for everybody else to try drag so it's, it's kind of a normal thing most drag queens have
1: yeah i haven't and i won't
0: well I mean, you have you've de- you did Hillary Yes's face.
1: True, I did, and she looked beautiful.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> we got there.
1: <laughs> but that all was right. once. It was right. recommend- I will
0: say that, like um, taste, they all have pictures of the family. And taste
1: and Bimini's mom looked like the same person taste and bimini's mom yeah i didn't really pay close attention to what was happening on the screen i was just kind of listening
0: i'm wondering if uh, you know she was the mom i don't know it could be interesting Uh, we have to call maury maury
1: maury let us know who the father is
0: um mckay you are the father
1: i knew it
0: Uh, He's shooting blanks. Okay, what happens? We're getting to the runway. Should we take a break before we get to the runway? I wish we would. All right, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsor, and we'll be back with Drag Race UK Runway. And we are back on the runway for Drag Race UK. And what
1: is the I just want to say I did do the poll on our Instagram, Squirrel Talk Podcast, last week. And I asked if it should be a break from our sponsor or a break for our sponsor. And majority including your entire family.
0: Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, we know. I don't need this. I don't need this.
1: As long as we acknowledge it.
0: <laughs> I speak real stupid. We know. My own mother says so.
1: It's it's in your song. It's I talk real stupid, and they call me Vicky Legs.
0: Yeah, it's my it's my um, my gig. It's your trademark. <clears throat> but we just got back from our sponsor, so here we are. <laughs> And Michelle Visage. First of all, I want to say this wig is yes. incredible. I love her wig.
1: It is really hot. Is this the? I'm trying to remember. Is it the '80s one where it's like sideswept?
0: It's like she's got the big old gray. It's like a curl. They're all curly, cute, all together. But it's big and it's big and big and curly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm loving this new look for her. I'm loving this like swath of gray. It's real hot. Yeah, I'm really into it, and um, she looks incredible, and she's wearing green. Is she? She's wearing an evergreen.
1: Ah, it's an Everlast. Um, I mean, it's good.
0: actually, it's the color green that she hates the most, I think.
1: She hates the color green, but I think she's talking about, like, specific greens, like a, like a, like a Madame Lequeer green.
0: A uh, slime green, as a la Madame Lequeur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, let it be known. She's wearing green. Okay. Get your green screens ready. <laughs> Who else is there? It's Graham Norton is back. My little husband, bent and no guest judge, except for this guest judge. It's a mannequin. Okay. Hey, Mickey. Did we like this?
1: Nope. And we didn't understand it either.
0: Um, he made me feel uncomfortable. Like I felt like it was like a dateline predator.
1: Uh huh. I get that vibe, for
0: sure. <laughs> um, I don't want to say he looked like one. And mostly he sounded like one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get Like, I don't know why they didn't have a judge this week. I, I mean, I, Alan Carr couldn't step in. I don't know. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's an odd choice. I wonder if, like, maybe Natalie Cassidy was supposed to be there and then couldn't make it.
0: Yeah, maybe she uh, maybe she failed her test or something. or She failed her 23andMe test. I don't know.
1: <gasps> maybe
0: yes. Hard to say. Um, they, they, they that's the complications with the COVID stuff. You never know. I guess that's like how they have to roll with the punches in the filmings of these ones, right? So,
1: do you are you aware of um, how the cast of the Real World season one, New York, is back in the house? What? <laughs> they reboot. They they reboot. They did reboot. Um, the real house. Sorry, fuck. What am I talking about? They reboot uh, MTV's The Real World season one. The cast from New York, like that, entered the house thirty years ago. So they put them back in the loft all together thirty years later. But Eric Nyes wasn't there, and they're like, he's only going to be appearing through video, and we'll find out why when when the show airs. And it turns out he had COVID.
0: Oh, okay. There. That. Okay. I didn't understand what you're asking. <laughs> I was like, what? The Real World Season 1 30 years ago? Um, they had COVID back then, too. Uh, I never watched The Real World
1: ever, actually. Really? I watched the early seasons. Like, I watched um, New York, L.A., San Francisco, London, and Seattle. Those were the ones that mm. I watched back in the day. And then I watched some, like, 2000s ones, like New Orleans. Um I'm not a huge fan of like those kind of
0: docu-series where it's like, I don't like the Kardashians. I don't like the, when the show, when the Osbournes came out, that was a big thing too. I never liked the Osbournes. I don't care about that. those kind of um, reality shows for some reason, they don't connect with me in any way.
1: I mean, what it is is it's basically like a Real Housewives girl trip. It's like, they put them all in a house together but no,
0: Real Housewives is, is different. That's like, they all have their own families they go to, and then they go for vacations and stuff. But. Yeah, but I'm
1: saying it's like, a, it's like a vacation episode.
0: Yeah, I just never got into it. I tried to watch them. I just never liked them. I don't know. I just wasn't a real world girl.
1: Uh, I loved it. I'm so nostalgic for it, especially San Francisco, because that was a season with Pedro, who was the first um, uh, person on a reality TV show uh, to be HIV positive.
0: Well, look at that, Pedro.
1: Yeah, he's like a legendary character. He passed away, unfortunately, very soon after the show, if not on the show. It was like a big cultural moment for Hmm. the queer community.
0: Interesting, I had no idea. Um, McKay McKay looks like he could either be like a cast member on Beverly Hills 90210, the original season, or he could have done The Real World at some point.
1: He would have been on 90210, Working at the Peach Pit after dark, or like he would have bought it from Nat or like Valerie, and like been up to no good. There we go. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So we're on the runway. What is the theme? Panto Dame. Is that right? Panto Dame.
1: I believe so. Yes. So,
0: uh, do you know what that means?
1: Yeah, Hillary. Hillary. Yes, does a lot of pantos every Christmas. Well, um, I know. A, I know what pantomime is. panto dame
0: do you know what panto day means
1: yeah so in the panto there's always a character who is a drag queen and it's usually the villain and i think that's what they're going for here it's like the i don't know the, the drag queen character ross petty
0: yeah i've seen a lot of pantos and there's always like a drag character in the show um so i knew that's what they were going for with it but i didn't know it was like an actual thing they were called panto dames or whatever and then a lot of Mm -hmm. them had similar looks so it seems like it's like a specific um character which i'm not familiar with so judging this i'm just gonna say i'm not familiar with that but i I, but i do know what pantomimes are so okay here we go first up is lawrence yes and lawrence is wearing a sewing machine on her head she's got knitting needles in her shoulders um she's looking like that uh, what's that horror movie with the person who has like things in her, their face pinhead or pinhead is that
1: what you're talking about or or Coraline?
0: no um what's the one where the guy's got all the pins in their head
1: that would be pinhead i guess i think i don't watch horror movies i don't know
0: all right well drop that reference and it was so she's wearing uh, uh <laughs> bloomers <laughs> i don't know what do you think of this
1: um, I think it's fun. It's camp. She has a sewing machine on her head. Good for her.
0: Good for her. I So, okay. Uh-huh. So what I'm confusing this runway for is like ugliest drag ever.
1: <laughs> so, I didn't um, yeah, I like yeah, I, I don't really have opinions on this runway.
0: Because I get it, like they're playing characters, but again I don't know the references for the characters. And she, she pulls up her bloomers and it says he's behind you. Um and then Bimini yeah. does the same thing, so it's clearly like something that happens. I don't know this. I don't know. It's but... for the
1: it's for the kids. It's like, where is where you know, like where where's the big bad wolf? And then she's looking around, she's looking around, she pulls up her bloomers, and the kids yell, he's behind you.
0: Okay, well, that's there it is. There we go. Okay, so I don't get it.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I'm Leah Remini. I don't get it. <laughs> um, but Based on just what it looks like, I'm gonna say, I don't know, this is hard for me to judge, but I'm gonna cut this because I don't like it. Really? Uh, I like the cap aspects of it, but like she's just got a sewing machine on her head. And I love, I love Lawrence, but this just makes, I don't know why, I don't, I, sh- I feel like I should like this, but for some reason I don't.
1: I kind of love it. I think it's awesome. I think it gives me um, panto because it's gonna be like a Cinderella story where she like has to make, you know, clothes and the little mice are helping her it's, it's just, just not, not exciting
0: crazy. to me i mean this is the last runway before the finale also too right but i mean that's not their fault but i'm just for me it's a, such a weird episode to see this so i'm just like i don't get it and i'm just not feeling it i wish there was something more to this and so i'm gonna cut it
1: right i'm gonna nut it okay right. you, can, you can cut it i
0: will and i have <laughs> and then here comes taste and they're all saying that she's not fitting in with the theme and again I mean, I've seen Pantos a few times, um, and there, there are fairy drag uh, drag mothers in the shows. Yeah. Um, so I have seen this character before. Yeah. Um, but I think this looks, this is for me, what makes this exciting. She's done a fashion way with it. Yeah. Um, that's not just putting on a weird little kid's costume. And I, I actually love this. It's gorgeous. She's got this, like... Feather, they look like boxtails. These ostrich feathers that are blue and white coming off of her. A beautiful uh-huh. bodysuit, The fairy wings that are all jewels. She's got jewels going into her hairline. It's beautiful.
1: I Give us a nut. Now, this is actually a replica of a Kylie Minogue costume. Ah. Um, except for the wings. I think she added the wings to make it panto. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I wonder if this was like a makeshift thing for if she had this costume. I was like, oh, I got to put this into something to make a panto. Um, she looks different than everybody else, and I really appreciate that. I actually like it, and like you said, like I get it. She's a fucking fairy godmother. Let her have this. Yeah, and
0: if we wanted everybody to look the same. I don't get that either. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> this episode, I'm finding that I'm having a hard time following this, but I love this because this is giving me some kind of version of fashion, but there's also a camp quality to it at the same time. So I love it. Well, look
1: at her presentation. Like she's giving us full fairy and she's giving us like a Tinkerbell moment. Like she's acting the shit out of it. And I think that's great. Yeah.
0: And then here comes Bimini and Bimini is wearing a baby doll dress, um, some cloggy shoes, a little butt on her head and then some real thick uh, baby doll makeup. Yeah. And then she turns around and she flips it up. He's behind you. So there it is. If you didn't know the first time.
1: Um, I'm going to say I prefer what Lawrence did.
0: See, I I, I actually prefer this because this has at least some fashion element to it in a, some weird way. The shoes are really cool. The shoes do it for me. I'm liking those. And I, I like the baby doll, the way this is sitting. It's kind of giving that it's so ugly, it's right kind of mm-hmm. moment, um, which is why this is giving me like ugliest drag ever, like that runway they did in season seven, which I actually yeah. love. I thought that was such a great runway. Um, but that wasn't what this was, but that's what I was just thinking this was. Because her makeup is... And she's got the mole and the whole thing, right? Yeah. I'm going to give this a nut. I'm going to give this a nut.
1: i give that it too, because I really don't understand what I'm supposed to be judging here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank God there's only four of them. Okay, here comes Ellie. <laughs> Ellie is giving us, I guess, the queen, uh, the panto queen, panto dame queen. So sure, yeah. Royal, she's got the same makeup as the rest of them.
1: Um... Her makeup is really great though. Like it's it's very beautifully applied.
0: Yeah, she looks like another little baby doll.
1: Yeah. I I'm going to cut this one. I
0: don't think it's like the way that the I have to burp. Okay, there it's just a baby burp. Mm-hmm. The way the uh the uh the blue, the royal blue is coming off the underskirt, it's sagging a little bit, which is fine. I think she actually wanted that. But for me, it's yeah. just like, it's such an obvious thing of like, it's not fitting totally. Um, and then um, it's just like, look, it looks just a little bit too costumey, right? This looks like a bagged costume.
1: I think it's giving me like full panto though. Like, I think I I see exactly what she's going for.
0: I mean, they wear costumes.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Again,
0: again, I don't know. I'm just going to judge this as like a Drag Race runway. I'm going to cut it for that.
1: I'm going to net it.
0: You're very, you're very generous today.
1: I am being quite generous, yes.
0: Um, I would have loved to see, because I think I think Sister Sister posted a picture,
1: to, like they all
0: do, but I think she was wearing like a breakfast style um, look, and I thought that was really clever looking. Breakfast style? She, she was wearing, she was like wearing the bacon and eggs as like her look. Oh, interesting. Like, but it looks really cool and fashiony but also like gave me a panto vibe you know so I feel like there's How a way wonderfully of... can i will i think there was a way of doing this without going too much into that costume character route um but I don't know if that's true I don't know
1: oh I'm looking at what she what sister sister would have worn and it is pretty cool
0: right that's interesting to me
1: yeah this is what I was expecting for her from her the entire season
0: well she brought it the second half.
1: <laughs> after seeing what everybody else is wearing.
0: Mm-hmm. So that is that, and who do we find out are in the tops and the bottoms we something actually in the runway? Tops are... Uh, well, anything happened first, untucked. Anything going and um, going on in an untucked first?
1: They all kind of blame themselves. Like, um, Tace is mad at... She says she's not mad at them, but she's, like, pissed that she's in the bottom and getting negative critiques, and then... Ellie can't well, kind of blame. Can, can I say yeah. she's
0: she's been in the bottom three times now? So this is gonna be her fourth time again. Yeah, she didn't get the best critiques out of the four of them.
1: Yeah. So that's tough. And then Ellie blames Lawrence for her own forgetting her lines. And then Lawrence is like, fuck you, you forgot your lines in your own right. So don't blame me. And they get really angry.
0: Yeah. It, heated. Gets, it goes back into that. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. Uh-huh. We love when they do that
1: my favorite song from into the woods Um, yeah
0: but i thought they were also being a little bit harsh on la i felt but i think what graham was saying to her was um she was giving she was doing a really good job acting and this was a chance to go over the top um character overacting right so she was actually a bit too good at acting if that makes any sense
1: it does (laughs) it does because it wasn't it wasn't like high camp drag it was just like you were Playing an old lady and you were doing a really good
0: job of it. Yeah, she could have been an Aaron Brockovich and I wouldn't have blinked, I would have been like, Yeah, she's legitimate. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real old lady. Yeah. So very impressive, but like I guess that's not what the total challenge was. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, poor little Ellie. Can, can you imagine if somebody was like, You're too good an actor, you would be like, What the fuck do you want? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it feels like sometimes on the show. We want camp. Yeah. So, um, and uh, Lawrence, who forgot a lot of their lines in the filming and rehearsing, didn't appear so in the show and came off very strong.
1: Yes. They didn't like um, Tace's outfit for the theme because she didn't look like everybody else. The Panto? Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of like edged Lawrence up, I guess, and Tace down.
0: Again, this just felt like such a strange episode. Just even how they're judging it was like, with the runways and with the challenge, it just felt like a different show to me this episode. Um, and I didn't love it. I just didn't love it.
1: No, no. It was hard for me to focus. I watched it twice and both times I tuned out. It's hard to it's hard to tune into this. And then
0: it's also hard to just be like, okay, wait, there's one more episode after this? Like, this is how they're determining who's going to win? Like, this yeah, episode? Very, very so, odd choice. Very odd choice. I hope they learn from, I hope, I hope they learn their lesson. <laughs> I no. almost
1: wish, I almost wish they had double saved Ahora to give us five people in this challenge and then cut someone to give us a top four for the finale. They cut Same. someone this week.
0: Yeah. I would have rather have, yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. So what's happening? So the bottom two end up being Ellie and taze Yes, correct. And I'm sure a lot of people thought, Bimini wins, Bimini wins, she's got four badges.
1: Look at her, she beat Lawrence. So she
0: edged Lawrence out, and a lot of people thought Lawrence should have been in the bottom for this because of the rehearsal. But again, that's not what comes on the TV screen, I guess. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I disagree. I think Lawrence actually maybe should have won. I...
0: Yeah, if Bimini didn't stand out that much to me, Lawrence stood out more. <laughs> Again, I don't know. <laughs> so,
1: Yeah, whatever. who the fuck knows?
0: Who knows? Bimini wins, Lawrence is safe, Bottom is Taste and Ellie, and they're lip syncing what
1: this week? They're lip syncing, Last Thing on My Mind by Steps.
0: Can I also add, before we get to this, I want to say that RuPaul has never seen a panto either, <laughs> because... RuPaul is asking them questions of like, was she supposed to look like that? Is that supposed she's never seen a panto clearly either.
1: That's correct. <laughs> she's <laughs> is- interested about you.
0: <laughs> also, it's like, why are you having RuPaul judge a panto when well, she's clearly never seen a panto? Yeah. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. Anyways, the the lip sync is Steps. Do we love Steps?
1: I'm not like. I was never a Steps follower. I never listened to their music. I was more of an S Club 7 kind of girl.
0: Well, everybody's an S Club 7 kind of girl.
1: I mean, they're the ones who broke out into America as opposed to Steps who really didn't.
0: Very UK. But I do love tragedy. Tragedy! I don't know. What's that? Um, And it goes on from there to say other words, but it starts with tragedy!
1: But that's not an original Steps song, is it? Isn't that a that's, just, that's Steps, I believe. But it's like their original song? It wasn't a cover? No, I think it's their song. Oh! It's the
0: only one I know. I've heard it several times. It's it's, 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 it's a bop.
1: Okay. Tragedy!
0: All right. Diddly 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 You now, now you know. Now you know. So, last thing on my mind, this is another really camp. They're very campy, so this is a very campy song. They're dressed really campy, campy episode. <laughs> I'm getting a little tired of camp, but here we go. So, what did you think of the lip sync?
1: It's originally a BG song, they covered a BG song. Um, <laughs> I, I loved it, and you never so
0: let bring- me be right
1: because we need to, to check our facts here. We're <laughs> reporters,
0: we are not reporters. I am. <sighs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. With the BGs, that's fine. We clarified that. <laughs> Everybody rest easy tonight. Vicky's, Vicky's been put in her place again.
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I had a feeling it wasn't an original song. You're, um, that,
0: you're that person in Scrabble that I put a word, and you're always gonna like open up a fucking dictionary.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm Dorothy, and you're Sophia. Um, Disneyland <laughs> is not a word.
0: <laughs> I'm making up words that are that are real to me. <laughs> and you're like, let's check the dictionary.
1: <laughs> let's check that, yeah, because I want to win earnestly. That's because uh, this is
0: why I can't play Scrabble with you.
1: No, 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 we can never play Scrabble. Anyways, we'll flip, just I'll flip the board.
0: <laughs> parcheesy we can do parcheesy
1: I've never what is what do you mean? That's parcheesy parcheesy I don't know what it is. I've never played it. I've only heard it as a punchline.
0: Hey, it's parcheesy
1: <laughs> All right. How's this lip sync for you? I enjoyed it. I think they actually both did a really good job. We got, Tace, to, see, though. We got to
0: see Ellie do her clack, clitty clack, clitty, clack.
1: And you know what? She did okay. Except when she did her disco arm, she did it with a bent arm, and that's not cute. Um, <laughs> but taste disappointed me in that she just kept repeating the same dance sequences that she's done in the past uh, lip syncs. And I'm kind of like, oh, so you just do that one thing and then that's like your thing, okay.
0: Well, let's also say there's not a lot of people who've had to do four lip syncs either though. We That's very rare that we see a person do four lip syncs, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we see people do one or two and they usually repeat their moves and that's usually their go-to stuff. So, I mean, she obviously has her own go-to stuff. Right. I will say We that- saw
1: with the like, Cameron Michaels also lip sync four times and my I God, did she repeat.
0: She does, but that's what she probably does every night in the bar she works at, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Same with taste. I will say that Ellie gave me like visions of like how I would lip sync because we're both very tall girls. Yeah. <laughs> when she did that cartwheel, and t- I mean, I can't even do that myself, but I want to try it now that Ellie did it. I was like, if that big girl could do it, so can I. Yeah, you can. That, that cartwheel was fun. Do
1: you do cartwheel? I
0: mean, like, have you done a cartwheel? I I can do cartwheels. I mean, there's never enough room for me to do, to do a cartwheel. That's the thing, have you done them in heels? Uh, I, Yeah, I have. Oh. I practiced before. Look at you. I'm a very good dancer, When it, you know, I see space. Ah, uh, you see space, I, uh,
1: <laughs> I have never been, a, I, I used to be able to do a cartwheel when I was younger, but like lately I, my balance is like, my core is really weak. Oh, so give, me, the,
0: give me a cartwheel, give me a somersault. Give me a back handspring. You got it.
1: I'm afraid of breaking bones. Well, um,
0: that's why you need to have more calcium and milk.
1: That's right. That's why I'm going to see a rheumatologist to figure out what's happening with my bones.
0: hmm But they both did, I don't know. Again, I don't know. They both get a, they both get a sh- sachet. You no, they both get a chante. <laughs> they both get a chante. Um, and I guess it makes sense because they're going to the final four and they can always just get rid of somebody really quick that way. I don't think they were planning on doing a double Ashantee this season. I don't think they were.
1: I don't know if they were planning on doing a double Ashantee, but I think they were planning on having a top four.
0: I mean, they had a top three. I mean, we were saying also, like in the previous episodes, like we don't know if it's going to be a top four or a top three. We didn't know because yeah. season one was the top three, and same with Canada's Drag Race, and all these first shows are having a top three. But now it seems. I mean, the the, the U.S. has been doing top four for a long time now, so um, maybe that's where these seasons are catching up. Maybe it's be top fours now.
1: Yeah, I do believe that's where we're headed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they okay. started doing top fours in season nine.
0: Yeah, so it could be, could be. Um, I, I, I still don't feel like Ellie is going to win. I feel like she's going to be fourth regardless. So this is maybe just drawing this out a bit longer for me still. Yeah. But we could be surprised.
1: We could, I hope not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, she has come, she's come around with me. I actually, when this season started, I would have said, and I did say to myself, she's going home first. I just thought she was going to be the girl going home first. Yeah, and she surprised me, and she's—I've come around to enjoying her now. Listen, I've had a full turnaround, maybe not a full turnaround, but like, um, sixty-degree turnaround.
1: Sure, sixty degrees of separation.
0: Yeah, so there we go. And then, the, so we're in the top four. Who who do you
1: think is going to take the crown? Who do you think, Selena? <sighs> so I think it's between Bimini and Lawrence, and I have a feeling it might be. Lawrence. Oh. And we have never had a big girl winner. And when have we ever had, like, when lately have we had a comedy girl winner?
0: I want to say, like, on the show, just the whole cast in general, Lawrence is a standout for me because they yeah. are just, there's never been anybody on any series like her. We can't compare her to anybody. Right. And I really like that because there's always the girls, I mean, Taste, Bimini, all of them, we can kind of compare them to other people on the show. But Lawrence is really standing alone for the first time in a long time as just an original person and character.
1: Hmm. Um, it's
0: true. It's true. And we, I love that for her. She's created a whole new vein of drag in under her under her Lawrence Cheney, um brand.
1: I think she's a deserving winner. Yeah. Um, but I really believe in Bimini. Like everything she stands for, the way she's played the entire season the way she's just so like a hundred percent bimini and confident all the time. Like, I just think that's a winner. Yeah. Um, so it's between, I'd be happy with either of them winning. I'd be happy even with taste winning. I just wouldn't want Ellie to win. Uh,
0: I feel like it's hard pressed for taste to win at this point. She's lip four times. She was really, I listen, I went into this thinking that taste was my winner. Yeah, me too. I I feel less so after this episode and going to the finale. I don't think Taste is going to be there. I think it's going to be between Lawrence and Bimini. And honestly, I'm kind of good with either of them winning. Um, But I would, I actually, I think I'm going to lean towards Team Bimini on this one. Good, good. Because she's, I like that she's like five foot, five foot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that she's little. I like that she's also like this, she stands for a lot of things. And I think that's yes. super important, not just being a vegan, but she she has a lot of political views. Um, and so I think she's an activist and I really think that's important for the UK right now. Yeah. So not not to say that Lawrence isn't, but I think, you know, Bimini. Bimini, I think she's she's got it, she's got it. And I never would have thought that. Meet the Queens, episode one, never would have put Bimini there, but that's kind of an interesting journey.
1: That's right. She really surprised the world, I think. It's funny. I see a lot of people being like, all of you people jumping on the Bimini bandwagon now, but like, I saw her power day one. And it's like, well, good for you. Like, it's nice to have somebody who has a journey. It's nice to root for somebody um, who like, who we saw struggle in the beginning and then show us their power, like come into their own.
0: This is, a, this is a show about journeys, drag race. That's kind of what you need to be to be a winner. And that's what concerns yeah. people like Simone on season 13 of like, this girl is so clearly the winner. I don't know if she could win because she's so clearly a front runner. So th- the show really lends itself to the people who start off rough or have hiccups. If you're perfect the whole way through, the chances of you winning are very slim, I feel. Yeah, I
1: agree.
0: So, there we go. That's Drag Grace Season UK, Episode 9. Next week is the finale.
1: <gasps> How exciting!
0: I am excited to wrap up one of these seasons, and it's certainly not going to be Season 13 for another five <laughs> months.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: So, I'm happy that this is, season's been quick, in and out. We have a reunion with the girls over there? Ginny Lemon even makes an appearance.
1: That's right. That's Jeez. right. Oh my god.
0: It should be a very entertaining uh finale, I believe. It will be. All right. So tune in next Monday for our Drag Race UK finale squirrels. And make sure you subscribe, write, review, all those fun things because we love you. And follow us on our Instagram, Squirrel Talk Podcast, curated by the one, the only Selena Vial.
1: That's right. That's me. You can, yeah, go join the join the pod, join the join the Instagram. Well yeah, follow us and all that stuff.
0: And if you enjoy bashing me, well, join the pot. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it's about. All right. Um, thank you for listening, squirrels. We will see you next Monday. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye Bye.